What's going on, guys and gals? My name is Chris Tondevold, and this is Ambition Radio. This is a podcast where we try to find people that have found that balance between their life, family, career, and the pursuit of their passions, dreams, or hobbies. This episode, we feature Randall Jones of Home Base. I've known Randall for years, and it was a nice catching up and seeing his growth as a musician. It was a fun conversation as we went over the recording process of his new EP, When Going Fast and Furious Goes Wrong, and the importance of reaching out when you need help. I'll have all his links in the show notes, so go check out Homebase's first EP wherever you get your tunes. As always, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Spotify, and subscribe on Google Play or however you get your podcast. Thank you for everything. Here's the show. Enjoy. So let's talk about the the new band and the new EP, because I want to get into that because it sounds fucking great. Like the production on it is really, really good. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> I mean, I guess only because I did it. Oh, I'm not really going to like okay, anything okay. that I do. So you recorded and produced it? or yeah. All right. So talk to me a little bit about that. Because I know as far as you go, I've seen you play mm-hmm. for, what, a decade now? Yeah. And I only know that you've only played guitar. I didn't know that you were actually recording and, and possibly producing at this point. So back then, that's when I started doing everything. Okay. But I knew absolutely nothing what I was doing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. And then after I got out of the Marine Corps, I started doing it again after selling all my stuff and I got in. So I, was, I had to get everything back, but I started doing it. It wasn't the best, but I wanted to do something with it. Yeah. So I tried. I had always written drums. Okay. I just, I don't know how to play them. Yeah. I just have the program drums and everything. So I do all that. So do you click each one? Because I've seen that where like... So it's like a MIDI file. Okay. So you okay. just put it in the MIDIs and... So it's just like loops, right? Yeah. All right. So I've seen I've seen people actually like click for the snare each time and just try to figure out how to like put everything together. No, that's, so that's, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. I don't have like pre-made loops or anything. Oh, that's everything. See, yeah. I, I was trying to like be a skate artist no. and just do the, the loops. Nope. You got to do everything. That's too fucking much. I don't, it, it's a lot sometimes, especially doing everything by myself. Yeah. Because you got to graph basically the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. got to think about how your drums are actually going to be. Because you can't just like let the kick drum go the whole way, no. right? No, you got to write in drums, not knowing how to write drums. But you get there. You've never played drums, and yet you were trying to actually make them electronically yeah. by a mouse mm-hmm. and a keyboard. Yeah, so much easier. It's okay. the whole hand-foot coordination. I don't have it. I get that, but like, does, so I've, I've <laughs> done, so what I'm thinking of is, is I've, I've tried using programs to, to mm-hmm. write music too. I've done the cheap way and just used loops for yeah. the most part and brought those together and it sounds all right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, you wrote this? Sure. Yeah. No, I just go with it. <laughs> yeah. But I've also used other programs. There's a, a program on my iPad that I, I was using called Oxy, where it's really just like that manual kick uh, snare. Just putting everything in. Putting itself. everything in there. And that's fucking ridiculous because I that would take me forever just to do that. Well, that's why you have copy and paste. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess. And then I guess you also have to like figure out. So for you, I would imagine too. So you've actually figured out how to make the drums sound good for you. Mm-hmm. And then you also know what you're looking for in a drummer too that goes with you now. I don't even have a drummer with me. Right. But if you were looking for If I was to one, get one, yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that makes sense because now you have kind of the, the drumming style that you want for mm-hmm. the most part, or at least a blueprint for yeah, it, right? Exactly. Okay. So that makes sense. All right. So you're, I want to back up just a little bit. So you were playing when you were young, right? Yeah. And you were playing in a whole bunch of different bands. Yeah. We call that the glory days for me because that's when I actually did stuff. Yeah. And they could stay back there. (laughs) (laughs) But then you went to the Marines Uh and were you four and done? Yeah. I got medically retired from there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So medically retired. And then now we're back home at this point and Mm -hmm. you're just trying to get back into everything, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that that just keeps it up for me because that was a lot that happened in just a little bit of time. And then now we're writing drums without even knowing what a beat is. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fucking insane <laughs> to me. Get back into the music until I joined Philip. Okay. I was playing with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How did that happen? Uh, James Lenore, his old bassist, he was in a car club that I started out in Washington and started a chapter out here. He was in it. And we were sitting down and think it was at the, at the Rex or something like that. Okay. He was like, hey, so one of our guitarists is leaving. I was like, 
do you guys need one? I'm here. <laughs> He's like, yeah, let me talk to Philip. And then Philip called me a couple of days later and then we just started going from there. That's awesome. And yeah. this is when Philip was kind of just starting up or? Um, well, when I joined, he had been doing it for three years okay. already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he hasn't, he didn't blow up as much as he is now. Yeah. Until right? we started getting to all the, the 10 roof locations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how long ago was that? Like May of 20. 20- yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that I'm thinking the timelines right because he yeah. he was just local for the most part, and then yeah. a year or two ago, now it, it's mm-hmm. must have found I would assume a manager or a booking agent that has helped him quite a bit, right? Yeah, he did for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because that would get you in all the different rooms that you need to, mm-hmm. and then you're able to to get a little definitely bit a way to find out how to do things. Yeah, that's basically what he got from everything. Gotcha. Okay, because that's. I didn't realize that like cover bands had booking agents and managers and all this other shit. You're drunk at a bar. You're going to want to hear some music. Yeah. They don't want to hear originals all the time. Right. I just think that's insane to me that there's a whole, I was talking to Mike Dameron about this. There's mm-hmm. a whole like circuit that goes with it. And yeah. you can go from like not doing anything mm-hmm. outside of like your local stuff to. You get one of those. You're blown good. up. You're, yep. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Okay. So, you're not doing much, but you have a car club, which is interesting. I I was in a car club. Okay. But I haven't done anything with them since I joined Philip. Okay. But you, what, you started a car club? So, there's a chapter based out of Texas. Okay. That started chapters all over okay. America. And there's are, some like overseas too. Are these piddly little Hondas? No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Challengers, Chargers, and Camaros. Okay. Okay, I was yeah. going to like probably just ask you to leave if it was a yeah, Honda. No. <laughs> but okay, all right. So that that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Are these just like the souped up cars and all that shit? For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Just the loud ones that just crash in Brandywine. Yeah. 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 Did you Except see? It's that? not a Mustang. Oh yeah, it was two Mustangs, wasn't it? Oh, there was. I think was it a Challenger or a Charger that was right behind him? It was. I think it was racing a Challenger. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the Mustang went, went yeah. sideways, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's... The one that wasn't even racing. Oh, He yeah. was behind the dude. <laughs> that's so funny. That's so funny. So just stayed in the zone. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. I So I, I like cars, but I, I don't get into them that much. And I don't understand the, the clubs. It was more like a charity kind of thing. So we did a lot of charity events out in Washington. Okay. So we were just trying to raise money and then it's a nonprofit org- organization. Through like car shows or? Car shows or going to like soup kitchens or filling bags for like random necessities for homeless people okay. or shelters. Doing that's, stuff like that. That's actually very cool. I just thought you guys all joined up in a parking lot and then showed each other your engines. That's what they do in Charlotte Hall. Ah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what the... Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've been there a couple of times too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. All right. So, but that's actually really cool. I didn't think that that's what actual car clubs mm-hmm. do. I you hear about like some of the motor, motorcycle clubs that will go on like the poker runs and yeah. And so we've done to, a couple of those okay. too. Yeah. All right. That's cool. I, I like that idea. All do right. a lot of like dinners and just family stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That way you can just raise money and raise awareness for even if we're not doing charity. It's like you're doing family type things. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that, that makes me feel better. And like they're Fast and Furious. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. So you're just going to steal fucking... The, <laughs> We're the not safe stealing. inside? Like, I assume that you've seen some of them, Complete right? Complete BS. Yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. way. There's, that was done practically, though. I don't know how that happened. There's the, the car couldn't handle it. Man, I, I think they CGI'd the, the car in and some <laughs> other stuff. I don't know. I, I, I remember watching some of it where like the... They were able to practically pull the safe, and it was this big ass safe. Maybe there wasn't anything in the safe, like as far as like it was just painted that way or something. Yeah, it didn't have money in it. Right, right. Well, obviously, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, there, there was something with it, and then I was like, why, why would they even spend money on this? Just paint it, like just make it the CGI. That's ridiculous. It's Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah. And they make all the money, so it's fine. all the money. Yeah, on going on like nine, ten. Uh, nine. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I guess because the Hobbs and Shaw is there too. That'd actually so. be 11 because there's one that nobody talks about. Tokyo's? No, there's like one in between. It's really? like, it's like, it's a spinoff. 
Was it like a made-for-TV movie almost? Like it's, cause it's I not never the watched Tokyo it. Drift, right? No. Okay. Even though that one sucks, but <laughs> it's funny. It was it was that goofy white guy that was in there, and I don't remember where else he no, was. No, that, that was Tokyo Drift. Thinking enough. Yeah. So the white dude from Texas. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm thinking about for Tokyo Drift. That there was just like no, there was like one guy. in between there. Really? That was just some spinoff that nobody watched. Yeah. It was like eleven of them. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. They need. I didn't. Who knew people liked cars? Who knew? They did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. You you have that chapter that you made in Washington when you were in the Marines then, mm-hmm. and then eventually brought it over here? I started one over here. Started one yeah, over I here. Yeah, I joined one over there, started one over there. Very, very cool. Joined one over there, started one over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's very, very cool. So, and we don't really do that. You don't really do that too much anymore at no, the moment, right? No, not at right? all. No. Okay. All right. Mainly because I just stopped taking care of my car. <laughs> well, I mean, that'll do it, right? Yeah. What do you have? 2018 Charger. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have all the bells and whistles? For some reason, yeah. Does it have jet engines? Like I, what? Wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I my, wish. My favorite thing is when the, the flames come out of the, the exhaust and then everything blows up. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. That, yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I walked away with it. I drove it past it in Prince Frederick. Really? I saw it. I kept telling my buddy, like, dude, I'm going to go stop by and see it. He's like, just go. I was like, if you, you know if I go, I'm going to leave with it. Next thing I know, I'm leaving with it. Did you have to trade in anything for it? Yeah, I was like, that was a stupid idea. <laughs> so stupid. Well, who knew that we were going to have a pandemic two years afterwards? Even then, like, it was stupid. Yeah, a couple, yeah. like, couple weeks later. I was like, what did I do? What yeah, you I can't do? really give those back either. No. I tried one time, actually. <laughs> I emailed the dude. I was like, hey, uh, can I get my old car back? And I'll just give you this one back. Nothing. And they were like, you didn't say no. anything back. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yep. That's funny. Like, I, I know... So I used to sell cars for a little bit and I know that we were just being like, you, what do you want? Yeah. I, we, we've never heard about this. We're not doing <laughs> this. I, I, we don't even do that. We yeah. just sell stuff. Like this is yours. You signed it. And this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. No, he didn't even say anything back. That sucks. Like, okay. like you should at least be acknowledged and be like, nah, like that. <laughs> if it was just nah, that would be fine. Right. Yeah. Just anything. <laughs> I would have been like, Okay. Cool. That sucks so much. That, yeah, that that would hurt on the inside. Mm-hmm. That's funny. All right. So the stop taking care of your car, and then you also pick up with Philip at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's then, when I stopped taking care of it. Right. So okay, because yeah. you're so driving all, all over the place. We're on the road all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that would make sense. Were you taking that car everywhere? No. Okay. No. For a while, we were using his truck. So that was comfortable, and then he got a van. Okay. And that was actually comfortable. All right. Yeah. That's, that would make me feel real bad if you were just putting miles and miles no, and tires I and wouldn't tires. I have done that at yeah. all. Nope. Yeah. Oh. I, I hate driving. So I, I'm in La Plata and I work down in St. Mary's and I just hate driving my truck now that I have. And that's a shitty vehicle. Like it's 2012 Escape. But I would rather just have a beat up little Honda yeah. and not have to worry about it. Instead of having to spend money on all the gas and try to keep up with it, I'm missing my back windshield wiper right now. Oh, uh, you don't need that. No, I, I just never yeah. like it broke off, and I just fuck. I bought yeah, yeah. one, and the whole the whole thing broke off. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not, I'm nope. not doing it again." Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's kind of like the the level of care that I have. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm down in Leonardtown. I was working in Waldorf. Okay, I got the car two years ago. I'm at seventy three thousand miles now. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, yeah, that's way Granted, too much. that's not just from Leonardtown to Walmart. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I just went down to North Carolina with mine and that's, I've done, I've done North Carolina, St. Louis, Chicago, Florida. In the Escape? Yeah, in the Escape. She's smooth, so it's great. But <laughs> it is also, I think I got it and it had 20,000 miles on it. And there's 140, almost 150 in there. And that was three years ago. Well, that's probably because going to St. Ago. Louis. Yeah. That's yeah. a hike out there. Yeah. It's only 13, 14 hours. So it feels like so much longer. Because there's nothing there. Yeah. There's nothing there. Did Absolutely you have to nothing. drive to Washington or come back? I drove out there and drove back. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. That's okay. So you you know what I'm talking about then yeah. as far as like you go through Indiana and Indiana mm-hmm. can go screw off. Yeah. It's, we played in St. Louis for a while. So it's like. Oh yeah, I know okay. exactly the route to get there, and it's absolutely miserable. Yeah, because there's so there's nothing but road, wind farms, and these like travel lodges. Yeah, 
these like travel meccas that are in inside these huge highways. Mm-hmm. Also, tolls suck. Tractor trailer people, they suck. Yeah. yeah. They're so rude. I don't understand it. I guess they take up the whole road. Yeah. And get in your lane. And there's like five lanes. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Taking up the whole road. Yeah. Yeah. That going. So, cause I went to that trip. I went to Chicago first and then from Chicago, it was only like a four to six hour ride to St. Louis. (laughs) So then I went to St. Louis and then from St. Louis, I went back. So I saw like the both shitty ends of like Ohio and Indiana and then whatever else is through. I don't, I don't know, but it's all the same shit. I think it's Virginia. That's what takes longest. It does, especially yeah, for no reason. No, so yes, Virginia, and especially depending on where you're, where you're at in Virginia, because it's all. Well, so if you're like going to North Carolina, yeah, straight through Virginia takes like ten hours. Yeah, I mean not really, but like, <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb. It can, it can. My so. My parents live in the mountains near Asheville. Okay. Okay. So it's a different kind of Virginia that I have to go through because I'm not going just like straight through Norfolk to go to like um, the beach side of North Carolina, mm-hmm. right? I have to go in through some of the mountains and shit that's there too. So it's all straight shot for the most part, but everybody's going like 80 or 85, which is fantastic. Yeah. Until you get into the actual mountains where they're still going like 60 on a mountain. And I have no idea what's going on. And I am nervous. And you see these big fuck all trucks that are coming your way. And you're like, why are you turning like this? You're going 45 (laughs) miles an hour on this turn. So my parents have lived down there for like five years or so, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know how time works. So they they are those people now, though, because they were cursing out everybody that was in front of them. Like, get the fuck out of the way. you get comfortable, you start doing whatever you want. Yeah. 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 Well, she turned into a, a madman driving and then yeah. trying to run everybody else off the road. Nice. Yeah. Because they're, so they're in a little uh, vacation spot. Their little town is where they film Dirty Dancing. Like that's their little nice. claims to fame. But you get a whole bunch of people that go in there and they have this teeny tiny little beach and mm. it's just covered. Yeah. But then you have so many out of town drivers that are in there that are going probably the safe speed limit. Mm-hmm. And then you have all the townies that are going double that Yeah, inside these little teeny tiny roads that are weaving in and out. And that's fucking insane. See, I already drive like that no matter where I am. No, thanks. So I'd be, I'd fit yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> I'm always worried. Like there's a couple turns that are literally like you're turning and then there's just nothing on the side. And like, that's so yeah, nerve- probably slow down a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I've seen there's there's one turn that I'm thinking of down there that it's it's almost like a forty like a straight forty five right nope but you see the town folk going around it pretty pretty quick and then I'm going and I look down on the other side after I actually make the turn there's nothing there there's just a house and a farm and it's like pretty down. pretty low yeah. yeah yeah so I. I I always think like someone just went straight off of that. wasn't paying attention. That house would kind of not be there. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Not at all. Yeah. So it's not good. So that's, that's driving. Cool. So you're not taking care of your car. You have a truck and a van with Philip and now you're kind of back because you end up leaving Philip. Right. Mm-hmm. And now we're doing your own music again. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Let's go into that a little bit because we we were into it and I just got off on a tangent. So that works. Because you were just playing guitar with Philip, right? Yeah. So I started out doing guitar. Then I was kind of forced my way into singing some. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Not on my own because I can't do that, but I was doing backups (laughs) with him. I ended up doing that with him for a while. And then, yeah, I still can't sing. So I had uh, Wade. Yeah. yeah, Wade Elliott come and sing. So uh, where did this idea for home or home base, home base. I think it is right yeah. now, right? Yeah, it was it, home and then it was way too generic, so I couldn't find it anywhere. Right, yeah. right, right. Where did that come from? Was that part of the the journey that you had with Philip? You were like, I want to write my own stuff or? Well, so I just want to kind of get, like, get back into it doing my own because I always like I just want to do music. Yeah. So I needed to have something in there. And then I was just like, I did home because 
of everything that happened, I'm always coming right back. And the music kind of reminds me of home. So if I'm away, I can just listen to it. And then I'm like, okay, cool. I feel comfortable again or whatever. Yeah. And then I started doing that. And I tried looking for it on like iTunes. Nothing. Couldn't find it. Nothing. <laughs> I typed in like the EP name or like the, at the time, the single name and the home name. And just nothing. No. That's it took me forever to find okay. it on Spotify. I was like, yeah, I got to change it. So okay. home base is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Just longer, yeah. I guess. I guess because there's not, I don't know. You think of home base as not like a band name, but like a, a song name sometimes, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I could see it. Yeah, that, that would make sense. So it's easier to find with home base. Yeah. Right? A lot easier. Okay. Especially on, I think it was like Apple Music. I couldn't find it. But on like the home one, I couldn't find and then really? with the EP that just came out, home base, it was a lot more, a lot easier. Okay, so I want to I want to talk about you writing the EP here in a second, but the the name which I, I like because you're always talking about coming home, right? Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if anybody else has come up with that with that that issue where oh I'm going to name myself whatever, and then let me see if I can actually find it. Like, was that a kind of a pain in the ass? Like something that you didn't think that you'd ever have to deal with? Yeah, I think it took me like 15 minutes to find it. Really? I was just scrolling. Okay. Maybe because it's not like a known thing. Right. Because right. it's so small. Right. But I don't know. I just couldn't, huh. I couldn't deal with it. Okay. Because then I had people texting me and be like, hey, I can't find the music anywhere. I was like, yeah, me neither. Right. Yeah, because then you just have to send them the link to everything. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a pain in the ass to do yeah. that. Like, I, I still have to try to do that for the show. Mm-hmm. But that's that's something where, I guess, I don't know how the process would be for you to just change the name. Was it just an easy thing to just be like, all right, well, I'll just add bass to it? So I just really, I didn't have the many followers. I still don't. Okay. The only thing I have is like Spotify, that's where I have the most sure. followers. But I just put it on the different name. I didn't even bother trying to change it because I tr- I emailed Spotify and was like, hey, can I change my name? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, you got to do all this blah, 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 blah. And like some metadata stuff. I was like, I don't even know what that is. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> so I'm just going to wait. So I waited till the EP came out and then that's when Homebase finally okay. got out there. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you had the, the profile already because you had the one single out, right? Yeah. Or- two singles it was a one, one yeah, right? reality yeah yeah okay so that makes sense and then once you figure that out you're just like well fuck it i'll just redo i'll do a whole other profile at that yeah. point yeah okay i think that's interesting because i we have so many like people that have the same kind of names mm-hmm. that are out there like if you're doing a, a single a solo artist right chris jones is, is out there there's like five of them at least yeah. right so i i always think about that stuff like if you have to rename yourself or rebrand yourself, is that kind of a, a I think pain in the ass? Or? If I had more monthly listeners on the home mm-hmm. profile, then I would have gone through with it. But I knew just starting out, I was going to gain whatever You're right. I lost anyways. Right. And I ended up doing that plus some. So it well, worked out in the end. Yeah. That, and there's another band named Home Base, but it's like some EDM thing. I saw that. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And I was like, is this, this isn't it. No. This this can't be it. (laughs) Okay. So that's funny. So speaking of electronic music though, Mm -hmm. so the drums, right? So we go back to to that. So the, the EP, you wrote the whole thing by yourself, right? Mm -hmm. For the most part. Yeah. I had uh, my buddy, Derek Weaver, him come over and help me like, when I don't know how to play something, if I need like a solo or something like that, I'll call him like, Hey, can you do this for me real quick? And right, then he just comes over and does it. Nice, yeah. That, that is definitely not bad. I just, I just watch him do it. I don't know how you're doing this, man, <laughs> but it works. Well, so I, I started playing guitar a year or two ago. That sounds about right. Okay, so you were doing music. Oh yeah, for all those years, uh-huh. and you never. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. So cool. here's here's the thing. I have tendonitis in both my hands. Okay. So I used it as kind of a crutch to be like, oh, well, I don't want to do anything because my hands are just going to hurt the entire time. Baby. Yeah. And then I was going to like go and learn how to do like beats and, and make stuff. Mm-hmm. And then my hearing went out. So I was just like, well, I can't fucking listen to anything. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> I use excuses a lot. Right? Can you not hear me in your right ear right now? No. Dope. <laughs> All right. yeah. 
So it, it's fun, right? So that for the for the longest time, what I would do at shows is to to help kind of keep the the balance of the room. Mm-hmm. Is I would go into the middle of the room and turn sideways and make sure that I can hear everything in my left ear. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure that I could hear all the all the stuff in there. So when we're doing sound checks, that's exactly what would happen. So and even like now, so I I'm right hand dominant. So for the longest time, I was just taking phone calls off my right, right ear. You can't hear it. And now, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> so now a lot of times, what I'll end up still doing is using my right hand, but on my left ear, and it's just the fucking just switch hands. What are you doing? <laughs> I do every once in a while, but it's just, it's so awkward sometimes. Cause it's just like still, yeah, hello? yeah it's still ingrained into me. And then now I just use the AirPods. So, oh, but I can too. only just use one limp and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Very good. I still have to buy the whole thing, but yeah, you can't just buy one. No, you can't. You should. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I only play, I only started playing guitar like two years ago. Right. And I've, I've done a couple of different lessons with people and I've gone through some YouTube stuff and, and all that. And I was like, how do you guys do that? Because you make me feel bad. So everybody that I know around me plays music. And then I just look at them and I'm like, your hands aren't supposed to work that way. I know that yeah. because my hands don't. I know what are you feel, doing? Yeah. That, that makes me feel real bad about myself. Yeah. So that, that is yours for Derek, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he is good. How yeah. did that relationship start for you? Philip. Okay. Yeah. We were playing at the last shop and then I think he was friends with Chris Dean. Okay. And then we just started talking and then my fiance now him and her, they were like best friends for a while. So then once he found out that we were engaged, that's when he started like clicking that we like, we should hang out more. Right. So then we started, <laughs> we started just hanging out more. Yeah. Cause you're not going to go away at that point. Yeah. yeah right? I'm here. And you're like, Oh shit. Well, I guess you're her friend. I should be your yeah, friend. It yeah. worked out. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. funny. Okay, cool. So that, yeah, that actually works out real well then. Cause at that point you're able to fill in some of the gaps for the, the music that you want to make at that point. Right. Yeah. Okay. Especially if I had an idea and I couldn't do it. Okay. So, and then, so this EP four or five songs, uh, five. Five. Okay. Yeah. I, I can never remember. Um, but it's very pop punk, I guess, would yeah. be the the way that I would say, yeah. right? Yeah. It's got a little bit more to it, but it it is that kind of style. Is that what you started writing just because you wanted to or Yeah, because it was more upbeat. Okay. Yeah. And of course I did remember it's a yeah. big influence on me, so they definitely like I always looked up to them okay. and the music that they were doing, especially like even back in the day. Right. Like nothing like second chances. <laughs> I tried to base everything around it, but I still had no idea what I was doing. Okay. But ended up working out, especially with new stuff that I'm doing. Yeah. Cause yeah. now you actually have probably a little bit more experience with everything and you may, because I think with covers, you've figured out different structures too. As Mainly. Far as songwriting. Yeah. So I joined a, a program called URM Academy. Okay. Ultimate recording machine. That's okay. what it is. And basically it's, Ran by Joey Sturgis, who's done a bunch of the bigger name bands that everybody Should from know. our country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. He runs it with a whole bunch of other different people. And there's like groups on there that you can talk to them and ask them how to do things. Like if you don't know what you're doing. And then you can do a one on one with one of the uh, producers. Very, very them. cool. Okay. So then I got on a couple calls with them and they were telling me what I was doing wrong. So then I ended up fixing it. That's why I said, the EP that's out now, I think it sounds like trash. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll hype it up a little bit more than just trash. <laughs> um, to me, it sounds right, like it. But right, I've, right. people have been telling me that it sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Especially yeah, with you. it being the first one. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. So you wanted to go, you were consciously, I want to go upbeat. I want to be able to play some of the stuff that I've already been playing for, for years and yeah. just never really did a whole lot with, mm-hmm. right? whether it was life or whether it was whatever that got kind of mm-hmm. in the way for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when you're going back to home base and then you're getting into it, so you're building this from the ground up yeah. with drums, bass, guitar. When did you figure out what kind of vocals that you wanted? Kind of when I heard Wade okay. with his, his cover band, spoiler alert. Okay. That's when I was like, I like his voice. Yeah. That's hey. what I want. Right. But I couldn't do it. <laughs> so I, I found him on Instagram one day. I was like, "Hey, dude, uh, I got a question." And then we just started going from there. Okay, very cool. Yeah, 
So that because I I think that's interesting because he's got kind of like a, an R and B kind of style. Oh, he for can, sure. He's a little bit more poppy. I feel like. Yeah. Now he he has some range in there, right? So he that can he, he can hit a couple of different stuff in yeah. there, which I think actually goes pretty well with the EP itself mm-hmm. because it it is the clean vocals that are overall with it. Yeah. But the his style, the the guitars that are also there. They do a really good job blending in, I think. Yeah. And it's just, it's poppy, but it's still pretty solid all the way through, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. That's why I thought Wade would be perfect for the project. Okay. Yeah. Did you already have like lyrics and stuff or was that his? Yeah, I got to write the lyrics. Uh, and I just give him to him and he sings it. That's fantastic. That's okay. not, I hate writing lyrics. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it takes so long and I'm not the best at it, but he makes it work. So this whole project, you're going from the ground up with it, which mm-hmm. I I like the tenacious drive. Is that that tenacious might be D? I think that's what sure? You're yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I think that's what I'm looking yeah. for. I mean, that's that's a lot of it's a lot of work for just one person. It can be, but once you're like once you're on a roll, it just kind of okay, just keeps going. All right, that's. Yeah. I'll never see that because I don't know if you see, I have a board for all my shows. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's empty because I haven't done any of them. <laughs> I've recorded a whole bunch of them, but I the whole like being on a roll for editing. Yeah. It's all right. No, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing it. You get in your rots, but you get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So did you come up against that when it was writing the EP? I still do. Still do? Yeah. Yeah. I've probably had like five other songs that I wanted to do for it, but okay, I never finished them. Because I didn't listen to it. I'm like, I don't really like this. I don't want to put it on there. But it's all right. So when you're going through, you said UDM? URM. URM. Okay. So when you're going through that, because are you still using them as a resource? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you're going through that and then you're writing your your record, are you able to just throw in, throw to them like the the different songs that you have and then get real-time feedback on that? Yeah. So they there's like a Facebook group they can put it in there. You just render it, put it on there, and then they tell you what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Very, very cool. Yeah. Okay. It's awesome. So one of the other guys that I interviewed a long time ago, his name is Jesus, and he goes by Advocate. He's a EDM artist. Okay. He has kind of the same same stuff where you can put out your tunes and be like, Hey, can you guys give me feedback on this? And, yeah. and that community aspect mm-hmm. is really, really important. Yeah. So I would imagine for you too, because you guys are both basically solo artists at this point, mm-hmm. right? So do you find that the the power of the internet is way better than just like giving the stuff, hey, you're a couple of my friends. Can you listen to this? Do you, what do you guys think about it? Mainly because the groups are music. Okay. So yeah. they are they know what they're listening for. Right. So I had my fiance, she was down there listening to me do some stuff. She's like, oh, this sounds so good. Good job. <laughs> and like a week later, I listened to it. I was like, no. Why, why'd you let me do this? <laughs> so I put it in the group and then like change this, change that. And then it was good to go. Yeah. Cause it, yeah. it's always, it's always interesting to like ask for feedback and then mm-hmm. not actually get feedback. Yeah. Cause it's that, easier when people know what they're listening for or even don't know you. Right. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Cause not, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I first started doing this because I'm learning recording as I'm going to. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning the recording process and the editing process. So I'm kind of in the same boat uh, as you are with this, this project as you are with actual writing um, your EP and recording yeah. everything, which I'll have to get into because I, again, I think the production is really, really good with that EP. So I'm going to have to ask you how you did that. Um, well, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> of course. But I know that that's, that takes so much time, too, as far as trying to find the sounds that you want, find the, the overall kind of aesthetic that you want, and then mm-hmm. make sure that everything actually sounds good to you. Yeah. I'm just now learning what, like, how loud your show should be. So I didn't know that. And then all some of my old shows are very, very quiet compared to the ones that I'm doing now. Yeah. Because you have to like master everything and like uh-huh. get it to a certain level, so it's it's interesting to to kind of like learn all that stuff. And I have kind of the same some of the same resources. There's there's specific groups for podcast editing and trying to figure out different ways to do something. And 
there's also different groups for the software that I use, which is um, Studio One. Okay. And that's something that's yeah. a little another little subset in there because not all software, recording software is created equal. Yeah, not even close. Right. And then some are more music-oriented than others. Mm-hmm. So like Studio One does kind of a little bit of everything, but Logic and Pro Tools, they're, they're very much just music-friendly for the most part. So I use Reaper. Use Reaper. Yeah. Yeah. The free stuff, right? It was not free. It was not free. <laughs> it can be. It can be. <laughs> but I ended up paying for it. That's that's probably because you're a good person and you yeah, should actually support yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I I've seen that be like the most versatile doll that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how to use it because I don't know what the words mean. And uh, yeah, there's there's so there's stuff that's labeled in there that's like traditionally labeled, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then there's stuff in Studio One and they're like, Yeah, this is what it is. This is just like That's when you just change the layout of it. Well, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just hitting <laughs> buttons and hoping for the best. I mean, I, I can't. I I can't yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I so <laughs> last year I figured out actually what a plugin was. So yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that I mean, it's not too late to learn. Right. All right. So you got that. But that tells you kind of like the the progress that I've had. And we're well, getting there. I, yeah. And yeah. I didn't know. So I guess in Reaper, it's an an actual effect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's laid out completely different mm-hmm. in Studio One versus Reaper because I tried using different ones and I'm just like, this is garbage. I'm going to ruin everything. I'm definitely going to hit something and everything's going to go away, which yeah, has happened. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've had my computer crash in the middle of that EP. Really? Yeah, I lost everything. All I had was like what I put onto a onto Google Drive. So there was, like, there was a lot of things that I wanted to go over with it. Okay. But I just couldn't because you don't have the raw files yeah because i didn't back up my computer so my my power supply went out and i thought the exact same thing happened and thankfully i I just got a new one and it was fine that's good yeah it was not a heartache yeah yeah i i was working on i think three episodes and then everything just died shut off Yeah. yeah and i have everything basically saved to the drive, but if you don't actually export the the file into stems or or, or mm-hmm. anything like that, you can't get into the actual. Can do what you want. Audio, to yeah, yeah. So that is uh, very disheartening it all is. the way through. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very worked out for the best on my end. Okay, I mean, obviously, it worked out for you because you didn't lose anything. Yeah, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, right? Yeah. Do you think that you went to a different direction because you lost some of those files? I went towards a much better plugin. Okay. Yeah. Because I was kind of stuck on the one plugin I was using for guitars. And then not having that, I found something much better. And that a lot of the plugins for guitars, the amp sims, they don't sound real enough. Yeah. yeah. So the one I used before, it didn't sound that real. And then I found this new one. It's... 10 times better. So it kind of worked out for the best. Like I still have the where I belong EP out now. So there's still music out there and you can still, there's something to promote. And then that even gives people something more to look forward to. Yeah. Later on, like the progression of the band. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're looking for, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Do you think that you'll ever have a full band? Is that one of the goals for you or? I mean, I probably won't. Okay. I don't really know anybody that's like not in a band. Everyone I know is already in a band. I think one of the the hardest things with this area is is that, yeah. right? Because also cover bands are are such a big part of that that mm-hmm. you want to be a part of that and unfortunately they take so much time. Yeah. that you can't really dedicate to anything else. Yeah. There is seemingly another subset of people that are doing more original stuff. You have something like Moldire, you have uh, Idle Minds, you have... Pretty Mean. Pretty Mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So there are, I think there are folks that are out there, but they're very like in the woodwork yeah. and haven't come out yet. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's probably harder, but it's also like kind of nice that you have all the technology to do it yourself for the most yeah. part. Yeah, right? and then I, I have a buddy down in Louisiana who's helping me, I guess, get better. recording and mixing and mastering and doing all that. And we're actually, we're starting just as of yesterday, trying to start a company to do all that together. Very, very cool. Yeah. So I I still have people out there that I can turn to even around here. Yeah. Like the basis for Hydro Effects, Wally. 
Yeah, yeah. He's one of my best friends. I go to him if I need help with anything. Same with Derek or Wade or right. even my sister. She does music as well. Very cool. Yeah. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. Is the URM an actual like certificate that you can get? No, it just has a bunch of fast tracks on from the producers. They make videos okay. on how to do certain things. Okay. Yeah. I was just thinking if you're going to do a company and like you're certified in that program, mm-hmm. that would probably give you a little a lot bit more better. weight, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know like full sale is such the the big one, mm-hmm. but I don't. I really feel like the experience, like if you can find someone to just go under for a little bit, and yeah. Like, yeah, I worked with this studio. So think like Night Sky, like Ron Vento, like you're, yeah. you're just under him for a little bit and be like, this is all the stuff that I've Learning, done so yeah. far, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's cool. And then I, I feel like now more than ever, especially since everybody's mostly at home, right? Yeah. So many people are recording stuff mm-hmm. and you have really everything at the tips of your fingers. So you're able to hopefully get a little bit more experience with that and yeah. then also build your name off the own your own projects that you're doing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And there's a, on the Academy, there is like a portfolio that you okay. can do. So they give you, through all the producers and uh, engineers that they work with, they are like, I did a mix for a day to remember. Not like actually for them, but they right. give you all of the stems, the stems and everything. It, right? So you can do what you want to do with it and practice and learn from them, like professionally recorded. But you get to add like your own plugins and do all that too. Oh, that's that's yeah. cool. That way you can figure out actually what you can do with something mm-hmm. rather than uh, just listen. Yeah, yeah. Especially right. if you don't know how to write music, there's that to go off of. Yeah. 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 And then that'll also allow you to play with different stuff. Mm-hmm. So like you were talking about the different plugins, like I, I try using different noise suppression stuff. I try u- using like deep breath and there's a couple different like repair for the audios to mm-hmm. try and like get all the, the shit out like fans or, yeah. or whatever. Right. What I've found is that nothing will help it if it's recorded terribly. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's the other part about it. You right. Your little interface to go for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So when you're recording that, are you just plugging directly into the, the box then? So I have my focus right. I go directly into a passive DI box. Okay. Well. And this might be boring for everybody else, but this is fascinating <laughs> to me. So I'm sorry. So I go into the passive DI, which goes into the focus right, which goes into the computer. Okay. Yeah. 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 So the DI helps clean up the signal. Okay. So you don't have a bunch of feedback for the most part. You stop some. Yeah, yeah, that's what I get for doing what I'm doing, and then just goes right into the preamp on the focus right, which right. goes into the computer raw, and that's when you add the plugin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, very cool. Because yeah, this is all like geeky stuff that I, I figured out that I actually like learning about. Yeah, there's there's so much to yeah. it, and now that there's there's so many companies that are doing it too, you have to figure out like which which audio interface that you want to get a specific mm-hmm. sound to if you if you're looking at it that especially way especially for your money that you're going to spend on it yeah yeah, yeah. some of those are pricey yeah there's yeah. uh like the the apollo stuff is 4 or 500 dollars for just like a two channel one and mm-hmm. then there's the universal audio same yeah it's all crazy and Dude, i don't understand you get into it to music though i just looked at a compressor for music 1400 dollars no. For a physical compressor. Yeah. It's like a de-stressor or something like that. I don't know. No, that's thanks. what they use. I'm not mm. apparently you need two for stereo too. So I was like $14 for both? Like, I'm not paying three grand. No. No. For a compressor that mm-hmm. you can probably like compress stuff digitally. Like you yeah, can figure there's it plugins out. Right? For it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want, use one. I, I, I want the look. I just right, right, right. <laughs> just want to have that look of, oh, it looks professional. Yeah, whatever. But not really. So yeah, so. and you can you can just yeah, drag and drop that right, yep. right in there. Yeah, yeah. that's that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy to me. Like, I would assume they would have to get more competitive because there's so much digital stuff. But I guess it doesn't. People have their brands. Yeah, they go towards whatever brand they like. All right, so going into writing this and recording this, you did mostly all by yourself, mm-hmm. right? And then. When you get like Wade involved and try to find that that sound for that that voice that you want in there, mm-hmm. are you the one that's recording it? Are you the one that's going to tweak with it and and get it to where you want it? So he records it at his house. Okay, he'll send me like a rough draft of what mm-hmm. he thinks the song should sound like. And normally, 
it's exactly how it says John. <laughs> so he sends that to me once it's all done. And then I go and mix and master and all okay. that. Yeah. How does it feel to actually like hear what is in your head? It's a great feeling because I know that I couldn't do it. Yeah. So I knew there had there was something, someone out there that could make my mind come out. Yeah. For whatever reason, I get like little little lines stuck in my head that I know that I can't play. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while, I'm like, oh yeah, that person's actually playing it on, on the song. And I just couldn't think of the song. Right? Yeah. And it's so relieving to actually hear that because right? mm-hmm. now it's actually outside of your brain, right? Yeah. I would think it would be even more satisfying that it's you actually trying to write something mm-hmm. and you're like, oh yeah, this actually matches with what I'm doing now. Yeah. So now hopefully you can grow that that relationship and continue to write more stuff, right? Yeah, we're still doing stuff. We have, we're working on a cover right now of some old pop song. Yeah. And then we have an EP that we're working on as well. A new EP. For home base? Or mm-hmm. for, okay. Yeah, for home base. Very, very cool. Yeah. All right. I, I like that. What do you what do you want to do more with the the project? Do you still want to just continue? Because you, I asked you earlier if you're looking for possibly other members, but it mm-hmm. seems like you have kind of the symbiosis down pretty well with Wade at the moment, right? So I, I would love to have other like actual members so we can play live shows, but I don't see that happening here. So right now I'm kind of just using it as a port- portfolio builder. Okay. Yeah, just getting the name out there. And if something happens, someone contacts me to like, hey, I can play this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay, try it out and see how it goes. And then hopefully something happens from there. But I'm not banking on it. Right. Yeah. Because you, you've been around this area long enough to know that it's not the best for originals, right? Yeah. And you've also played in a cover band that did start getting more notoriety. Mm-hmm. So you've kind of seen both yeah. both aspects of it, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Because that's it's a lot of work to be able to try to get your own brand out there, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, with the new promotion thing they have, like on Facebook or Instagram, or there's even like Spotify promotions that you can do, that definitely helps out getting your name out there and getting more followers. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is unfortunately all about your online presence rather than your actual stage yeah. presence inside. Yeah. That's... But then you don't get followers unless you do a promotion or you have good stage presence and you're on stage playing. So and it's a like little catch-22, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And especially now that there's a whole lot of nothing that's going on. Yeah. That's... Just stuck. It's a great time to release an EP, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> a great time to keep writing. <laughs> I think I knocked 10 out after this EP. After we were done with that, I knocked 10 more out. Um, still completely working on them. I just have the basics of them done. But I think I got them done like a month. Wow. Only because of the quarantine. Only because of quarantine because yeah. it actually all hits you and you're able to work on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It worked out for the best. So you were saying earlier where you're not even fully happy with the sound that has come out with with the EP. Mm-hmm. Is that something where it stopped you from getting a final product out there too? No. Okay. Just keep going. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. Cause I, I know like some people are very much perfectionist and they're just like, I need to make this sound mm-hmm. as good as possible. And so, I, like I said, it doesn't sound bad, but to me it sounds bad. Right. Only because I recorded it. I think about that every episode that I do. Yeah. Because I hate my own voice. Mm-hmm. And I want Right. Too. Right. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad that you can relate because it's that is being your your worst critic is definitely a thing but mm-hmm. also like for me and for you listening to your own guitar licks, your own voice, your own whatever for 3 4 hours at a time sometimes is the worst and it's not good for your mental health and you should yeah. just like quit after yep. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. So after a while like you get to a point where you're just like, you know, fuck everything that's happening. I'm just going to release it. It sounds good enough. Yeah. So that's what I have that my buddy down in Louisiana, Corey, he's actually, he's from here. I played music with him for a little bit. What's his name? Corey Murdoch. But I ended up sending him some of the new songs that we're doing so he could listen to it and fix what needed to be fixed. So I didn't have to worry about it. That's, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. Made it a lot easier. If anybody wants to listen to like an hour and a half to two hour long podcast, and, uh, <laughs> fix it for me for free. Press, That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need a little bit of sanity. That's yeah. That's, 
It was it was funny. So like the the quarantine definitely helped as far as making me as productive as I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But at the same time, like it's still so much work and it's still just me. Yeah. And I don't want to pay anybody else because I was. And I was just like, this is a lot of money that I don't need to spend. Yeah. And I can just learn how to figure everything out. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. It's a lot of effort. And uh, I want to be lazy again. Yep. And just talking to a mic rather than having to worry about everything else. I've I figured out how to uh, <laughs> I figured out what a waveform is and I I've, yeah it's gotten to like that little piece of it and I'm just like this is fucking ridiculous. I'm, you just gotta get an EQ. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just just turn figure it down, out. turn it up, whatever you gotta do. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, 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 that's funny. So you have ten songs that you're working on. So eventually, mm-hmm. hopefully, another full length or another EP yeah, that you're thinking. It'll be the full, the full, full ten. Yeah. Okay. And you want to keep kind of the same style or not? Nah? Yeah, this out? one's more more rock than the other one was. Well, more pop punk than the other one was. Okay. Because the other one had a lot of rock and metal-ish vibes in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this one is a lot more pop punk going on. Very cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, I'm I'm interested to hear what's going to happen next because mm-hmm. if, if you don't like the sound production as much because of what you've done, mm-hmm. like you're doing a good job. Like it's, it's okay. <laughs> I just want you to feel good about yourself. Like you're, it's it's okay because I think when I when I listened to the EP, I was just like, I don't know where this fits anymore. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that it's something that's a little bit fresh, even though it's nostalgic at the same time yeah. too. Uh-huh. Because you're you're going back, but also bringing up some of those other the elements. Stuff, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that catches on a little bit. And I, I like that idea where you have uh, Wade's vocals that are in there too, because that's a, a, another little layer that not everybody really thinks about and looks at. Yeah. See, well, while I was writing it, I didn't know that it didn't sound like anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I kind of just kept going with it, even though I didn't <laughs> know that it was like, that's not how music's really playing anymore. Right. Right. I feel like I was kind of stuck back in 2000s. Like early 2000s yeah, yeah, when I was doing the music. And that's, so that's, it sounds a little bit like that, but it's also refreshing to hear that again. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like it's going to be. Bringing it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's not like, uh, like Static X just came out with a new album, but it's not like it's the the same stuff over and over again, right? It's just like a yeah. fresh spin on it and it's still like solid and good. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's cool to hear that stuff. And I, I hope that there's more of it. What I really hope is, is for you to be able to find kind of like a, a niche to where you can actually play out live. Yeah. That's, that's going to so. be the hardest part, right? Yeah, yeah. If anything, I would probably just grab a couple of the friends and then while their band is playing and be like, Hey, can we play this? And like have them learn it like beforehand and all that. And just play like a couple of the songs. Yeah. And start out from there. I think that's going to be probably the, the most difficult yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not probably not a fun time to look at. Yeah, right? I'm not looking not no. looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one of the things about the quarantine is that like everybody's itching to play again, but mm-hmm. it's it's very difficult to to be able to balance all that shit out. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, hopefully yeah. Hopefully we get back to some kind of normal. Eventually we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. With the with the new record, are you bringing in anybody else while you're writing, or is it just Corey? It's just Corey is the new one. Okay. So it's me, Derek, Wade doing the actual music, and then Corey helping with the mastering. And you still have to click all the drums. Yeah, you gotta find, yeah, you gotta so. find someone that can do that, man. That's <laughs> so I had a buddy down in Nashville, but he hasn't been the most reliable person lately. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't want to just click the drums. Like I, I, I either way, I would have to move everything. Yeah, that's so that's what I was it. just about to think about. Because you have to, if you're going to record each, the snare, the, mm-hmm. the kick, and all that, you got to fucking EQ everything anyway, and make that, sh- you just got to move it on time. Yeah, so it's not going to be perfectly on time until you move right. it back, move yeah. forward. That's okay. That's yeah. that's a lot. Like I so know that's like the best part about the drums that I'm doing with the computer. If I don't like something, I can change it. 
I don't have to have somebody re-record it. And I can also make, it's obviously going to be on time. Yeah. It's on a grid. Right. So I don't have to worry about it. Right. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. It's just making those things sound human. That's the pain. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's something that you're conscious of while you're doing everything, right? I wasn't until yesterday. (laughs) Corey was like, hey, can you do something with the drums? It's like, what do you mean? He was like, make them sound like persons playing them. I was like, oh yeah, I can do that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) My bad. Yeah. Because if you show this stuff to to anybody that you're like, yeah, can you play this? They're like, mm. no, probably not. <laughs> Got a computer? I that's can a, that's a lot of. Why are there so many blast beats? That, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. there was this. I just hung out with one of my Wally's friends, and I, I was showing him the song. It's like, is this a computer? Shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like I could tell. I was like, damn it, man. Come on. Uh, yeah. That, okay. That's that's got to be something that you have to be conscious of. Then mm-hmm. and then when you, yeah yeah. It's a simple fix, thank God. Okay, that's I just had good. to go through it and fix it. But right, that that's not something that I think that everybody would think about, though. Like you, if you're only playing, if you're playing this for like whoever's not paying attention to music, right? Mm-hmm. They're just enjoying it. They're doing whatever, right? Yeah, uh, everything sounds good. Yeah, man, this, this is great. This rocks. Whatever. Yeah, and then you actually get a drummer, and you're like, the fuck, I can't do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why I like the the Facebook groups. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's that's got to feel way better because that when when I started doing this show, I felt fairly lost when I tried to actually start recording it by mm-hmm. myself and editing it by myself. Yeah, because that's it's such a daunting task when you look at it. You're like, what? I don't know what waveforms are. I don't know what compression is. I don't know what any of this stuff. Well, is. Luckily, you only have two people going on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. It makes it a little easier. <laughs> Almost. Uh, so the, <laughs> I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it's a little easier than having to deal with yes somebody else that's doing like a TV show or something oh, like that. Right, right. So Man. the the mics that I had were condensers before, and they bled all the way through. Oh, yeah. on, on everything, right? Absolutely. So that was that was something where I'm like learning how to like properly edit. You see, I, that's probably why my vocals sound bad. Hmm? That's probably what sounds mm-hmm. bad when I'm doing vocals. Okay, maybe. Good enough. Uh, there you go. Um, <laughs> But it it was it was funny because I'm I'm going through some of the stuff and I was like I don't understand why it sounds like this what what is this echo and yeah. should I just be like removing as much like dead space or whatever but there's still this echo and I realized that condenser mics are not good for podcasts because you're looking at everything where yeah. it gets echoed it gets gone through everything especially in a room that's open like this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I. I had to figure out what dynamics are and I, yeah. I figured that out and it, it's way better, but that's, that's something where you don't think about sometimes mm-hmm. and being able to figure out how to isolate. And that is also one of the reasons why I actually like zoom calls or Skype calls because mm-hmm. it's completely separated. Yeah. So that's, wait, what do you mean? So I don't have to worry about any kind of mic bleed. Oh yeah, 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 because the tracks are completely separated, mm-hmm. so that that makes it even better. Yeah, just the sound quality is shit because it's yeah. through a fucking computer, right? <laughs> so, all right, I wanna I wanna ask the the last two questions that I do, but I'm I'm excited to hear more about the 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 upcoming stuff that you're doing, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy to see that you're actually doing way more stuff. Yeah, because this is this is like a cool little fresh spot. Where everything you have, you have bands like Pretty Mean, you have uh, Moldire, you have a bunch of other ones. But there, the thing that I like about St. Mary's and Southern Maryland in general is just there's a different style for everybody. Yeah, and no one's doing the same stuff. Especially Pretty Mean. Yeah, they got everything going on in there. <laughs> they have too much going on, <laughs> but it's cool. So it, it's cool to hear like a, a pop punk or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And then it's cool to hear. Skate punk is cool to hear all the other stuff that we have going on. Yeah. If we, hopefully we can get a better scene again. Mm-hmm. Right. Hopefully. Right. But it's, it was, it was just cool. So I wanted to at least tell you that. Cause I, I think it's, I think it's nice to have kind of representation mm-hmm. from almost everything. Yeah. And it's like I said, I just, it was like a little cool, fresh air that came through when I, I listened to it. Yeah. So. I'm still bringing it on. Still bringing it. Yeah. I like it. All right. <laughs> So what do you think throughout everything that you've done, mm. what do you think you've learned most about yourself 
when it comes to music or, or anything in general? Don't do everything myself. Yeah. Lean on call for help. Yeah. 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 Cause I definitely need it. Definitely need help. Is that something that you learn more throughout the recording process? Yeah, for sure. Cause I didn't know that some things that I were using, there were better options that were like the same price or cheaper. So I could have been using that the entire time or like EQing. I knew nothing about it before. I didn't know there were certain frequencies that were there that I couldn't hear that weren't supposed to be there. Right. So I had to take those out. And that's like the whole next new EP that's going to be coming out. Um, gone. Don't you, worry about it. Did you have any issues asking for that? Like in your personal life too, like extra help when you actually needed it? No, no, no. It was just music. Cause I wanted to do everything <laughs> on my own. I don't know why. I just felt like it's mine. I want to be able to say that I did everything. That's funny. So you can you can ask for help when it's actually like yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. But it's when it's your baby, you're just like, uh-huh. no, this is mine. Yeah, no exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now you can actually ease off a little bit. And, mm-hmm. It makes you better. It makes everything yeah, better. Yeah, now right? I actually go towards two people and be like, hey, can you help me? I need it. <laughs> so I'm trying. I know I'm not going to be the best, but I want to be the best that I can be Yeah. when it comes to mu- well, life. But when it comes to music, right. I want to do the best that I can with it. And I'm... I've gotten a lot better. That's good. I wouldn't say it's perfect, but it's Getting definitely gotten right? a lot better. Yeah. 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 Was there a moment where you realized that, oh yeah, why am I doing this all by myself when I have all these resources? So I didn't really think about it until I wrote the one the first single that came out for home. There was a part, there was like a a bridge that led to what was gonna be a chorus, but I was like, that's way too soon. I gotta add something in there. And then I was like, a solo goes here. I can't play solo. What am I doing? <laughs> I play rhythm. <laughs> this isn't me. So then I finally ended up calling uh, Derek. I was like, hey, can you do this for me? I have no idea what I'm doing. He's like, yeah, I got you. That's and then so he came funny. over and that's when I finally realized like I probably should ask for help more often. Yeah. 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 That's that's mm-hmm. fantastic. What do you think keeps you motivated to continue to pursue music? I don't know. I just keep going. Only because I always have ideas going through my head and I just want to get them written down. And then when I have something written down, I need to finish it. Like I want anything that I write, besides the songs that I lost and the ones that sounded bad to me, anything I write, I want to just have it done. Okay. Even if I'm not going to use it for anything, I want to have, I still want to have vocals done for it. I want to have the song done. So it's just like, I guess having closure. That's the word I'm looking for. Closure on something is what I need. I like that. Yeah. Now, are you thinking of doing another career outside of this or do you really want to make music like your, your main thing? I'm trying to make music my main yeah. thing, but I don't know how long that's going to take. Right. I have connections out in California to like do something in, in a studio out there, like a engineer hand or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's as close as I can get for now, which I mean can lead to something else and doing something else. But if I get enough people from around here to where I can start building a portfolio of different types of music, then I can hopefully start something with that. Yeah. Which is what I'm trying to do mainly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I'm sure it's been even more tough with everything that's going on right now. Yeah. That and everybody from around here records their own music. Yeah. So it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Cause I think everybody is in kind of the same boat that you are you know, everybody is kind of still yeah. disjointed and there's not really a place to come all together quite mm-hmm. yet. There, yeah. So that's hopefully, hopefully that becomes a thing. But I think the other thing is because everybody records their own stuff for the most part, you should in theory be able to bounce ideas off more people, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. And have kind of that, that community sense. Cause when, when you were kids playing stuff, that's that's not the same kind of community as doing the whole gambit. You're yeah. you're looking at completely different stuff. You're able to look at, okay, how are you getting that sound? I, I heard you do this, mm-hmm. or what are you what are you working on? You know, especially back then, like you didn't want to ask what they were doing. Like you thought, right? We thought we knew it all. It's right. Like, what I have is perfect. I don't want to change it. And somebody gives you input, and like, no, I don't want it. But now it's like. What, I, I want to sound like that. That sounds yeah. good, dude. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. What pedal is that? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Exactly. Cause I think also like for whatever reason there was, 
there always seemed like there was a competitive nature. For sure. Right? For sure. And I I think with maturity that kind of goes away mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And just the fact that like what you said, you know, I can I can ask for help. I can ask yeah, I, I'm not afraid or I'm not like too proud to do any of this. It's stuff, like right? you're doing the same thing, so might as well talk to each other about it. Yeah. Figure out what you guys are doing differently and what one person is doing wrong. You can tell them, like give them input. Yeah, you can just, just tell them what you're better. doing wrong. Yeah. 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 Get, yeah. Yeah. Like that. yeah. You're playing that wrong. You're you're dumb. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, cool. I, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs>